0: Welcome Wonderment Chaser to yet another episode of the Chasing Wonderment Podcast. Okay, so <laughs> it's it's been a week <laughs> and that has honestly kicked off the topic that I chose for this week's episode, which is going to be all about self-sabotage. And I need you to know that I'm sharing about this because I'm right there with you. I am working, I'm learning, I'm growing. I have never been the kind of person that's like, I have it all together. Follow me to learn how to get your life together. Um, No, that's not how life works. It's messy and it's complicated and sometimes it's confusing. And um, so I just want you to know I'm in this with you and we're in it together. All right, so here's the thing. There is some mindset stuff and then also some practical stuff that we can do to kind of help ourselves out, give ourselves a leg up when we struggle with self-sabotage. But the first thing that we need to talk about is what the heck is self-sabotage? If it's not something you've heard about, but you're like, I feel like I'm doing that even though I don't know what it means. Um, Basically, you're getting in your own way. Let's say you have a goal or a vision or like an idea of what you'd like to do, what you want to accomplish next. You've got that in your mind. And as you go after it, you are finding ways to stop yourself from moving forward. And there could be a ton of different reasons why you're self-sabotaging, but first you need to know that it's really normal. Like really normal. I've done it multiple times. I did it this week, <laughs> that or last week at the time you were reading this, um, or listening to this. So this is why I wanted to talk about it. Is just that it's really normal. It's really common. Um, it's often talked about in like the small business people. So they often will talk about self-sabotaging your business and stuff like that, but we can also self-sabotage in our daily life. You can sabotage your progress with your house goals, with your decluttering goals, with your health goals, with you name it, you name it, you can self-sabotage it. So really what we wanna talk about today is why you're self-sabotaging and like what we can do about it. So here are a couple reasons why you might be self-sabotaging. One, you might not be ready for growth and you might want to be ready for growth, but when you actually like get down and dirty and think about it, you're like, okay, but I actually don't feel ready to give up the things that I need to give up in order to see this progress. And side note, that's okay. That doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. It doesn't mean that you're a failure. It just means that you are not yet ready for the growth that you are hoping for in the future. That's okay. Another reason is that you might be scared of the changes that you're seeing in your life. You may have some mindset blocks that are holding you back and honestly, you may just have a really bad week or your hormones decide to go crazy. And that's where I was this past week. So what can we do to actually overcome the self-sabotage? Okay, now first of all, I'm not saying that you will never sabotage your progress ever, ever again with the tips that I'm about to share, but hopefully these will make it easier to walk out, to learn through, and to grow from. So just caveat here, like this is not the end all be all list to how to fix your self sabotage, (laughs) but hopefully this will help you learn how to overcome it and grow through the process. All right, so number one of how to overcome self-sabotage is to get practical. I want you to get practical. I want you to take care of the basics first. Are you burnt out? Do you need a nap? Do you need to eat some food? (laughs) Have you been pushing yourself too hard? Have you been sick? Maybe you're on your period. Sorry for like the couple guys that might be listening to this, but you know, these are things that are really helpful to kind of get clear on. See, often we get really, really excited or we're pushing super hard for that big dream or that big goal. Or life is like just super busy and you are trying to do all the things and put out fires as they come and all of a sudden it kind of runs up on you and then you find yourself feeling super worn out. And so maybe you're self-sabotaging because you're trying to take on too much too quickly. You've got a lot of things going on or just life happens. And instead of being able to pursue those goals at like the highest level, you're exhausted guess what that's okay there's nothing wrong with that it just means that instead of feeling like a failure feeling like you're doing everything wrong you need to take a step back and take care of yourself so point number one get super practical okay number two we're gonna move on the next thing that I think would be really good to do is to get some clarity find some clarity And what I mean by that is to spend some time asking yourself what's actually going on here. So now that you've kind of figured out like on a practical level, you know, here are the things that are kind of going on in my physical life, in my, you know, world around me, in our home, um, in my work schedule, school, all the things, right? So here are the things that are actually going on now spend some time asking yourself what's really going on as far as like your mindset and your feelings and this is super easy grab your phone maybe grab a journal jot some notes down in your phone or journal maybe you could speak into a voice to text app if you are someone that does more verbal processing or talk to someone that you trust but just kind of get all of the thoughts about what you're feeling out of your head. And it's really that simple. Like just ask yourself like, what's holding me back? What is kind of, what am I feeling about this thing? Why am I feeling so overwhelmed? Why am I feeling stuck? Why am I not getting off the couch and doing the things, right? So that is just a really good place to start to kind of get clear on what's actually going on because you may be sitting on the couch, feeling like a failure, being beating yourself up, thinking I'm not getting up, I'm not doing the things that I want to do, but you've got something else that's actually really holding you back. So just dump it all out. You need to get it out of your head. You need to go deeper, okay? And that leads me to point number three, which is finding the root or the roots because there may be more than one. And for this, I would really recommend doing the five whys exercise, Side note, you may have more than five whys, you may have less, but the idea here is that once you kind of get clarity, you start to figure out what's holding you back, what's got you feeling overwhelmed, why you're not getting off the couch, why you're not doing the things that you say that you want to do. Now we're going to dig a little deeper. I just want you to, and I want to invite you to unpack a little bit further down Because sometimes we think, oh, I'm not getting off the couch, I'm not, you know, making any progress, and we start beating ourselves up, but there's actually something that's a little bit bigger, that's a little bit deeper to help you kind of uncover that. And so basically, this is like the easiest exercise in the world. You literally just notice the things. If, if you did the get clarity section, which was the last point, notice a couple things that kind of stuck out to you while you were doing that process. Is, did anything really kind of make sense or click or become obvious while you were getting clear on kind of what's holding you back? What's got you feeling stuck? What's got you feeling overwhelmed now? Take those things that kind of made sense, that clicked, those kind of big points that really stuck out to you, and then just write down, I'm struggling with, and fill in the blank, right? And then write, ask the question, why? Why am I struggling with this? And then continue to ask the question, why, until you uncover like a root cause. And trust me, you'll know it when you find it. Now, caveat to that, if you do this exercise and you don't like have that aha moment, because usually you have like a, oh my gosh, now it all comes together. Now it all makes sense. No wonder I'm feeling so overwhelmed. No wonder I'm feeling so stuck. If you don't have that moment, there may not be a route. Maybe it's just that you need to work through the emotions, the hormones, whatever it is, and then pick yourself back up and move on. So, All right, number, I forgot what number I'm on. (laughs) Number four, number four is to give yourself grace. Okay, I am willing to bet that you have been trying to keep calm and carry on for a while now. And I'm here to tell you that when you are in a season of self-sabotage, it's not always the right time to like push through. This past week has been a perfect example of that. I was feeling absolutely wiped. And to be honest, my hormones were crazy. I cried so much. My poor husband, bless him. I just was not, I wasn't okay. And there wasn't any really, any real reason for it. But what really, what it came down to is I kept trying to push through. And honestly, I didn't realize how burnt out and exhausted I was feeling until I realized I just needed to let go of all the expectations I was putting on myself and relax. I really couldn't recharge and like refresh until I gave myself permission to take a breath. Because often we put all this pressure on ourselves that we've got to do all the things, we gotta continue on, we gotta press through, and we gotta keep calm and carry on and go, 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 go. But we're putting that pressure on ourselves. And so I stopped stressing. I stopped stressing over putting posts on Instagram. I took an impromptu break on there. I stopped worrying about trying to get all the things done. I reminded myself multiple times that I could only carry what I could carry at the moment. I washed the dishes. I did some things. I crocheted a cardigan. I worked on it anyway. Um, I still went to the gym. But instead of killing myself to try to work on chasing wonderment and this business after the kids were in bed, I did what I had capacity for and then I put on a funny TV show and just laughed. Okay? So I need you to understand that the the second part to this is that we can't always let go of the things that we that matter, right? You can't stop going to your job. I can't not mother my kids. So I didn't let go of the things that mattered to me because this year has been my year to to really dig into being diligent, finding consistency in a way that works for me, and being faithful with all the gifts that God has given me. So I still kept up with the housework. I still produced the podcast. I washed the dishes. I went to the gym. I folded some laundry, but I didn't fold all the laundry, and I didn't keep up with the dishes perfectly. I didn't force myself to operate at full capacity because honestly, I knew that if I did, I wouldn't be able to continue to serve my people well. That's my family, my friends, and you, my community on here. So just giving yourself that grace to understand, maybe I'm putting too much pressure on myself. What would it look like to kind of pull that pressure back? What could I do to stay consistent, to stay faithful, to keep up with the things that really absolutely need to be keeping to, to be kept up with, but also not killing myself to try to do all those things plus 14,000 other things on top of it. All right, so the last thing that I want you to notice is start to notice how you're feeling as you walk this out. So point number five is just noticing. This is a huge part of learning how to live intentionally in a way that works for you. Because what works for me is not going to work for you and it's not going to work for anyone else. You have to figure out what works best for you. And the best way to do this is to just notice. I often tell clients, when we are looking at our lives, we're looking at it almost like we're we're sitting on the side of the road watching cars, right? If you've ever seen the movie Up, at the very end, um, Carl and the little boy are sitting there and they're pointing out the red cars and the blue cars, and the red cars and the blue cars. And what's so interesting is that we can look at our lives in that same way. So... As you are walking out these steps, I just want you to notice. I want you to notice how you're feeling as you give yourself grace. I want you to notice how you're feeling as you uncover and get clarity on where you're at, on what is really causing struggles and what is making you feeling stuck and digging deeper and seeing if there are mindset blocks or roots that are really kind of entwining themselves into your current version of self-sabotage And just notice it. We're noticing without condemnation. We're noticing without feelings of failure, without telling ourselves that we're a horrible human being. you are just noticing. I just want you to notice what happens when you walk through these steps, when you give yourself grace. Notice how you feel the next day and maybe write it down. Write it down in your journal. Write it down in your planner. I don't know. Um, The reason that this is so important is because this is never, ever a one and done kind of thing. And like, I wish I could tell you, here are the five steps to make your life better and it's all going to be perfect. But that's not how life works. And so what I found is that every single time I am self-sabotage, self-sabotaging, is that it's often for very different reasons and I need different things in order to move forward and keep going but every single time I learn something new and so that's why we start to notice okay I was feeling this way. It was really overwhelming. I realized that it was kind of rooted here. Here was what I was struggling with. I was putting too much pressure on myself. And now that I've walked through that and I'm starting to kind of feel better and feel more normal and feel my capacity start to build, I'm able to hold a little bit more and handle a little bit more, here's what I've noticed. And honestly, at the end of this week of feeling like I was a hot mess and a train wreck all rolled into one. Um, What I realized is there were some physical things in our home that were really bugging me. Namely, I um, bought our kids a whole bunch of clothes and then half of them didn't fit. So I had all these clothes that I needed to take back and return and get the right sizes. And that felt really overwhelming and heavy. And I also was feeling a desire for like deeper connection with my people, namely my hubby. And so I needed to give myself space to figure that out. And then like when he came home from work, get off the phone and connect with him and chat with him and share deeper things with him and just go a little bit further than I had been giving myself space for. And so sometimes it's just about figuring out what you need in this season, and then also remembering that we can learn from these seasons of self-sabotage because it's never going to be like a perfect method so that we'll never experience this again, but learning and growing as we work through these mindset shifts. As we work through understanding where our self-care is at and what we need to do to take better care of ourselves as human beings and the growth that we're going to go through as we build and as we change as humans. And so that's it. That's that's what I found this week, and it's what I needed. I really hope that this episode is encouraging. If you want to talk to me about a self-sabotage that you're experiencing right now, please reach out. I offer a few sessions every week. They're called Wonder Sessions. It's a half hour of my time free to just chat. We can chat. You can tell me what's going on with your life. I'll help you find like a practical to maybe help where you're at and also maybe a mindset shift whatever you need we'll just talk just a listening ear non-judgmental to help you come up with some better ideas to help give you some encouragement and inspiration to keep chasing wonderment okay one more thing before we head out I want to let you know that the next round of group coaching is about to open up and I could not be more excited about it This round of group coaching will be starting, so like coaching will start in the first week of January, 2023. What? Oh my gosh. So basically what group coaching is, is six weeks of vision casting, goal setting, and mindset work to help you get ready for the new year, for what's coming up ahead. So in a nutshell, it's goal setting in a way that works for you and for your life. This is never me (laughs) telling you what to do to get your life together because I don't have all the answers and it doesn't work because my methods will not work for you. We're different people. But what it is is helping you uncover what it is that you're wanting in your life, what you need in your life, what you're longing for, and how to get from point A to point B in a way that works for you, with you, with your life, in the middle of all the mess and the chaos that everyday life brings, right? Because that's how life is. It's messy and that's okay. Um if you are interested in joining, um, you can head to chasingwonderment.com forward slash group G-R-O-U-P. The link will be shared um inside the show notes. You can find those at chasingwonderment.com forward slash five three. And the biggest thing that I think is important to remember as we're coming to the end of the year is that it's really normal to kind of reflect on our year and to feel like we didn't get everything that we wanted to get done accomplished. And that can be really frustrating. Um, And also to kind of understand that you have goals, but the statistics for goal setting are kind of sobering. (laughs) Typically only 8% of people who set goals or New Year's resolutions actually achieve them. And you can drastically change your chances by doing a couple simple things like writing your goals down, sharing them with other people, um, checking in with them on a regular basis, having some accountability. And so those are some of the things that are included inside group coaching that can really help you get out of that 8% or that uh, wow, well, math, Um, the other half of 8%, we can increase that percentage for you like drastically. So if you are longing for something different, you want to live more intentionally next year, you would like to have a balanced approach that feels good, that fits with your life, group coaching may be a great option for you. If you aren't sure, if you're curious, head to, again, um, ChasingOrnament.com forward slash group. You can get on the wait list. You will get all kinds of details in your inbox as soon as it is open. Um And then also, again, reach out to me through a wonder session. Book a session and let's chat. You can ask questions. I would love to chat with you about it and see if it's a good fit for you. And by the way, if it's not, I'm going to tell you, I'm not, I'm not here to like try to get you to join if it's not something that's going to work for you okay that is all I really really hope this episode was encouraging if it was please please let me know I would love to hear from you I would appreciate if you would share it on your Instagram or in Facebook um, you can share and tag me I would love to see it um, and just reach out to me either via DM on Instagram I'm over there at Chasing Wonderment, or you can send me an email, kate at chasingwonderment.com, And just let me know how you're how you're dealing with your season of self-sabotage, if that's where you're at. Okay, that is all for today. Friend, I again, I hope this was encouraging. And no matter what else you do this week, please keep Chasing Wonderment. All right, I'll see you next week. Hey there. If you really enjoyed this podcast, I was hoping you would take a second to let me know. Come follow me on Instagram at Chasing Wonderment and just send me a DM and tell me how much you enjoyed it. I so appreciate it and I would love to get to know you.